Hello everyone, I'm Eric and I'm one of the leaders here in the Mosswell Vineyard. Today I'm going to be sharing on the topic of the living word. But before I do that, I want to congratulate many of you for making the decision to uh, say yes to Jesus. And uh, entering a relationship with God is probably one of the, the uh, best decisions and the most important decisions that we could possibly make. And so for a moment, I would like to share some foundational truths that's going to help you along your journey. We want our foundation to be secure. Why is this important? Because, you know, we can't begin to build a house without having a, the, without the foundation being secure. I want to share this parable in Matthew 7, 24, verse 24 through 27, the New International Version. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine puts them into practice. It's like a wise man who builds his house on a rock, and the rain came down, and the streams arose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on a rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them to practice is like a foolish man who's built his house on the sand. The rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell and great was the fall. What is Jesus saying in this parable? What he's saying is, in, through the word of God, through the word of God, he's given us the tools, the strategies, the wisdom to begin, if we begin to take those words, those principles, and apply it to our life, that it will cause us to have success, that he will lead us, that he will direct us, and that he will guide us by way of the word of God. And so he was saying is, if we begin to apply it, and we begin to believe it, then we're gonna then we're gonna have uh, success in every aspect of our lives. Okay. It's important to note that being a disciple doesn't mean that you don't have challenges. It only means that that you will be an overcomer. And every challenge, Jesus said that in the world we will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So in other words, what he's saying that. We still have tribulations, we still have trials, we still have challenges, but because we have him, we've overcome those things because he's overcome them for us. And so as we begin to meditate the word, as we begin to apply the word to those areas, that he, then we will, we will seek success and that he will teach us how to live a life over, over those circumstances where we're able to maintain our peace, where we're able to maintain our joy, and, we, and where we're still able to navigate and not allow the circumstances to have us, but we will maintain a, um, a way of living over those things. Jesus says in Luke 4.4, 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Now there's two translations of that word, word two Greek translations. The first word, the first translation of that Greek word is logos. And what logos is, is it's the written word. It's the word that, um, that we see by way of the scriptures. And so um, that word is a point of contact and brings us into a world of, of the mind of God. The logos, it's a point of contact. And, the, and, it, and it really means the general word of God, um, which is written through scripture. That translation, is reveal, it reveals the will of God uh, and the purposes of God, it, the logos. The other translation we have is the rhema. The rhema is that word, that Greek translation is translated literally as spoken word. 
And so every time the Holy Spirit begins to speak through a person to or to you, that, that's where we experience the rhema, whether it's through prophecy or whether it's through um, preaching, teaching, a message. That's the rhema word that's going forth. Anytime the word, the logos, are, is released through a, through a person um, by words, that's the rhema word going forth. And so we need both. And so I want to just um, de define it, walk you through this journey real quick through a, through a couple scriptures that's going to really help you to embrace, uh, to embrace this so that you can begin to um, engage in this relationship with God. In, in, a, in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8, we see his, it reads, This book of the law must not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate it day and night, that you may observe everything that's in it. And then he tells Joshua, Then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. So this is a conversation that God is having with Joshua. Um, Moses just died, and... and um, so God tells him, hey, my Moses, my servant is dead. So Joshua didn't necessarily have a relationship with the Lord, but he reached, he reached a point in his life where now he, he would have to depend on the Lord and not Moses. But because for, before Moses was leading him, and so all he knew and all he believed is what Moses told him. And Moses got his information and his direction from God. So now Joshua is at a point now where he had to, God is holding him responsible for leading Israel in, out of the wilderness into the promised land. And so now Joshua has to begin to apply those things that he learned prior. Those things that he learned was the Logos word because Moses taught him the Ten Commandments. Moses taught him um, everything that God was saying. But now God began to speak to, God began to speak to Joshua um, and he began to speak as a rhema word. And what that rhema word is, is, is divine instructions. It's specific. And so when God speaks to us through the rhema word, it's um, precise and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it has to do with the, the, the specific situation that we're going through. And so many times when we're going through things in our life, we'll go through the, we'll go through the logos, the word of God, to get wisdom, to get the, um, direction, and to get God's um, thoughts concerning that matter. But sometimes the Holy Spirit, um, the rhema word, will speak through an individual, whether it's through prophecy or whether it's to our own spirits, or it can even be through a dream, where the rhema, where the rhema word of God will begin to speak specifically concerning our situation, to give us wisdom, to give us insight, and to give us direction into our lives. And so God wants to be able to speak to many of us Every day, it doesn't have to take. It doesn't have to be just on Sunday. It doesn't have to be just on Wednesday or whenever we go to church. God wants to speak to us every single day of our lives, and so I would. I just want to invite you to begin to really um, develop that intimacy and that relationship with God, and begin to open up, open up the scriptures, and allow God to speak to you. Amen. That word rhema reveals the will of God. The desired outcome to a specific person for a specific situation. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word is alive and is active, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even to dividing soul, spirit, marrows, marrow. It judges the very thoughts and the attitudes of the heart.
And so this rhema word is the word, the same word that Jesus said when he said, these words I speak unto you. Their spirit and their truth. These words I speak unto you, they're alive, you know. And so what is he saying? The word is living. So we have the living word that's always living, which is always speaking. That's the rhema word. That's the word that's, that's literally living, that's active, that's moving. And then we have the logos, which is the written word. And so we need both because the logos begins to reveal to us the mind of God and the will of God. And the rhema begins to give us direction and clarity as it pertains to our specific lives. And so we need both. I pray that this information has blessed you. And, and as you continue to pursue God and open up the word, that you will begin to hear the voice of God for yourself so that he can begin to lead you and guide you into all truth.